My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker, Retail Ranger. Hey, attention employees, we got to clean up on aisle 13. Clean up on aisle 13. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, so I do have a slight cleanup. I, uh, last week I referred to the Safety Dance controversial lyric as uh, Save Gdansk, uh, and I said that was a country somewhere. Right. Liz, I was wrong. <laughs> you? Yeah, first of all, the misheard lyric was Say Gdansk. Oh, okay. And um, I actually pulled up on the old Wikipedia here. Uh, th- this is interesting. So Gdansk is how you pronounce it, apparently. It is a city on the Baltic coast of northern Poland. It's the capital and largest city of the Pomeranian Voivodeship. I don't know what that means. Uh, It's the most prominent city in the geographical region of Pomerania, which I didn't know that was a place. Is that where the dogs come from? (laughs) It's Poland's principal seaport and the country's fourth largest metropolitan area. So apparently back in the day on this misheard lyric thing, um, there was a, a, where is it here? At the time of this song, the Gdansk shipyards in Poland were experiencing a labor union revolt led by Lech Walesa. So there was some, uh, some meaning behind that misheard lyric. Ah, okay. So in my quest to continue, you know how I go down rabbit holes and can't get out sometimes? Yeah. Well, I was there with the uh, men without hats. <laughs> uh, apparently, dude uh, is in his late 60s. Uh, put out an album this year in March of 2022. That's wild. Yeah, it's called like uh, Men Without. Well, of course, it's Men Without Something. Part <laughs> two. Uh, hold on, where are you? Okay, it's called Men Without Hats Again, Part Two. And there was a song on there, and I can't remember the name of it. But, I, of course, I made you listen to it. And... It sounded like David Bowie. It totally did. It was very 80s, very David Bowie. And we couldn't help but just kind of groove to it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, There were some other ones that were pretty weird. Yeah, some weird ones. But it it was pretty neat. So anyways, today is uh, Sunday, October 2nd, 2022. Welcome to the Walker Retail Ranger Podcast. How are you, Liz? I'm doing great. Yes, you are. Looking cute over there with your flannel. A little chilly out there today. It is chilly. It's dreary. We just got through Hurricane Ian. Uh, it kind of kicked our butts for a little bit um, over the past, what, was it Thursday when it, I think it started hitting here? Right. A lot of rain, a lot of trees down, a lot of limbs. Stuff our pond like. is full. The pond is nice and full. <laughs> it is very full. Um, but obviously thoughts and prayers to those folks that were heavily impacted. I heard South Carolina got pummeled. They really didn't expect it to be as bad as it was surge-wise, and apparently the surge after the storm was like worse than they had anticipated. So there was a lot of damage down there in South Carolina. Um, I know a lot of... A lot of folks were without power, so we, we were lucky this time where we didn't have any issues with yes. that. Yes, yeah, blessed, yes. Yeah, that's that's the word. Um, so holidays for today, um, it is National Name Your Car Day. 
<laughs> have you named your car? No. Have I've you ever? Never named a car. I know Megan has. Yeah. She had Stefan. Stefan. Uh, what was the name of that Honda Accord she had with a million miles on it? Oh, I don't know. That, that yeah, that was a. I don't know. It's also a change a light day. Okay. So we have not done that. Uh, National Fried Scallops Day, mm. or other parts of the country for those international folks, international or it's National Fried Scallops Day. You can say scallop or scallop. What do you say? Scallop. 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 <laughs> I, scallop. I, I, I love scallop. Hold it. <laughs> Anyways, we're not having scallops for dinner. Uh, it is World Farm Animals Day, and we're doing our part. Yep, chick, chick. And let's do a little Golden Girls update, shall we? All right. So we tried, in my genius, uh, I <laughs> bought a 40-pound bag of cracked corn. And now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like we might have talked about it on this podcast before. I should probably listen to it more often. <laughs> um, for some reason, we've been feeding them uh, little worm larvae, little dried worms. That's their for little treats. treats. Yeah. yeah. And they love them. But they're expensive. It's like 25 27 bucks for a little three-pound bag. So I went to the uh, world's largest retailer the other day, and on an end cap was a big old bag of cracked corn. It was 40 pounds. I send you a picture, and you're like, yeah, let's do this. And it turns out it was only $12. It was incorrectly priced on that sign. But I, I walked from the back of the store with this 40-pound bag on my shoulder, which I should not do that anymore. <laughs> I had to stop about halfway, put it in the middle of the, the, the aisle, Go get a shopping cart. Like, my pride was just crushed. <laughs> Walk back, put it in the shopping cart, and then then pay for it. But turns out they are not fans of cracked corn. No, they're not. And I did in a little experiment. Uh, we have the dual bird feeders out front. I put the bird seed in one, and I put cracked corn in the other one. Which one do you think is empty? Not the cracked corn. Not the cracked corn. It is full. I, I figured at least if the squirrels would go after it, they don't even like it. No. So, what is sitting up here in the studio next to us a bag of cracked corn probably about 35 <laughs> pounds of cracked corn so anybody wants some cracked corn well hey halloween's coming up put little baggies <laughs> full of cracked corn and i don't care i'm jimmy and i don't care we'll make some brittle out of it <laughs> oh man well you probably could do something with it. that'd be kind of cool found something disturbing so our girls have grown up you know when we got them i'm talking about the golden girls not, right, not right. our daughters here but the, the girls have grown up. We got them as teenagers, and they kind of went through their little thing. Um, and now we kind of let them free range, right? Right. Well, they've done this stunt where they apparently go to work. I don't know where they're going. They, they literally leave the property for a couple hours a day. And we, like, they'll be on the back deck chilling at the back door, pecking on it, whatever. Hey, how are you? Feed me something. But then they'll just disappear. And they're gone for hours. And then they'll just show up again. So I'm, I'm assuming they got a nine-to-five job now. And they're out there <laughs> getting the work in. But I found out that it is actually potentially a criminal charge for us if our girls go into somebody else's property and we get warned and if they do it again, we get misdemeanors. It was actually a post on our um, little area. The local Facebook thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Because you freaked out. You texted me. You are like, is this us? Because somebody said... Dear neighbor, it's great that you've got farm-raised chickens, blah, 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 but blah, blah, blah. And people were like, hey, why don't you just let your neighbor know you don't want that to happen instead of put us posting it anonymously? Right. it got me freaked out. I know. I was freaked out. I mean, I was waiting for a search warrant. <laughs> knock on the door. We got a subpoena. What happened? 
your chickens went in somebody else's yard. No. Could you imagine being in prison? What are you in for? <laughs> uh, murder. What are you in for? I allowed my chickens to uh, go into somebody else's property. <gasps> you bad man. Well, so that's if they've already asked you to not let the chickens. Yeah, and I get And it. then it happens again. And, you know, and you, I'm sure there's folks out there that are anti-chicken. Which with the price <laughs> of eggs these days, you think they'd be very pro-chicken. Because <laughs> I think eggs, well, I think I said they went up again last week. Yeah. So. Yeah, we need to put a little GoPro on their heads. Oh, yeah, you start, you said that. And I was like, man, we would get motion sickness watching that thing from their little heads doing their little chicken neck thing. <laughs> but it would be funny to see where they're going. Because I, I literally, I walked the entire perimeter of our property and I could not find them anywhere. I don't know where they're at. They might be up in a tree or something because they can take flight. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to clip their wings again. Slow them down. Tree. Um, it is also, let me see, uh, National Custodial Worker Recognition Day. Okay. We appreciate custodial workers keeping the place clean. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it is also international for our international folks out there over in Europe, in Asia, in España, all those places where our follower, or, well, not followers, but listeners, right. downloaders, we'll call them, which we had one today. Thank you for that download. All right. Uh, you know, International Day of Nonviolence. And it uh, turns out that was to honor Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. Pretty solid dude from what I've read and right, heard. Right. So props to them for that. So uh, tomorrow's a pretty big day, Liz. What is it? I believe the results come down oh, yeah. for the cook-off, right? Yeah. Which is funny because I went and I forgot to get the mail yesterday and I come back from the mailbox this afternoon. Right. And I handed you a piece of paper or no, an envelope. You, no, what What did I say? You said you got an interesting piece of mail today, Liz. And I my first thought was it's the Pillsbury cook-off people telling me I won because it's supposed to be announced tomorrow. Okay. And you might have got a certified letter ahead of time or a letter. Yeah. So I was like, ah. And to your major chagrin, <laughs> turns out you get to what? Fill out a survey to be a, on a jury. Jury duty. Do you think we might have jinxed? You th- <gasps> they were listening to the podcast. <sighs> and they listened to us talking about those criminal documentaries we're watching. <laughs> so just answer that questionnaire honestly, wink. And I've watched a lot of Law and Order. Yes. You've got, <laughs> you've got the knowledge. They don't even need a judge or a jury. <laughs> Um, I don't know why, but it just, it just hit me again. I do want to ask folks, do me one favor. This, I'm going to call it the safety dance challenge. Oh my God. I know. I can't let it go. God, let it, just, it go. No, because seriously, I put my little earphones in today and I cranked the safety dance into my head. And you got that song like permanently plastered in my brain. Well, it, it was just, it was so eighties good time. Yes. And, and you don't give a crap about nothing. But then I did. I put the Bluetooth speaker on and made you listen to the chorus at the very end. Right. And did it or did it not sound like they sometimes there said. There were a couple times it sounded like. Say Gdansk. Yeah. Or dance, say Gdansk or whatever. All right. All right. I, I'm, I'm getting that out of my cool. system. I'm going to move on. Too much of a good thing, boo. <sighs> and I forgot to tell folks, and I'm sure there are people probably just quivering in their britches waiting for this update. But I did not give a fantasy football update last week. <gasps> the week before I said I was getting... I was playing my brother or whatever. Right. Well, I beat him. Uh, this is where the applause comes in, people. <laughs> uh, everybody's probably cheering, fist bumping, hands in the air. <laughs> Except for your brother. Except for my brother. Um, but this week, 
Well, I am two and one. I'm in fourth place in the league. So okay. look out retirement. <laughs> Here we come. Yeah. Looking good today, folks. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to give a little shout out. I know a couple Packers fans. Uh, the Patriots are playing the Packers uh, in a couple hours here. And they're talking some smack. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And uh, I'm going to be honest. The Patriots, people hate us because they ain't us. I'll just say that. They, they, they love to hate the Patriots. But I was a pre-Tom Brady Patriots fan. Okay. What? So who did you like before the Patriots? Really? That wasn't, hey, no, all right. So, all right, folks, here's a scoop. Liz <laughs> is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Yes. Okay. I'm a New England, I'm a tattooed New England Patriots fan. Uh, before we met, she was hardcore into the Steelers. Right. And I was hardcore into the Patriots. And we've shown that you can get along. Yes, you can. We can. We, yep. We we might not talk for a day, but no. we, well, we're still well, getting along. when your team's playing, I root for you. Well, we support when... each other, right? Right. But, but we've kind of fallen out of it the last couple of years. As long as we're not playing each other. Yeah. Okay. Which, okay. I, I don't even, I haven't looked at the schedule in a while. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so the, obviously the Tom Brady thing was very hard for me to accept. I, I can't even tell you when it happened because I've kind of blanked it out. What, him leaving? Really? You're not helping. I'm trying to work through. I'm starting to get emotional. Oh, stop. No. I, I got to witness. You're holding your chest. I know. I, <laughs> I'm trying not to cry. I got to witness the best professional football player that ever existed. Period. I, I don't care what anybody says. Get your own podcast. <laughs> I can say this. And if I get, watch me be down to 21 subscribers. Oh, no. That's all right. Because I, I'm being real. I love Tom Brady. But I was pre-Tom Brady. Yes, you were. So I. And, of course, like you said, there are pictures of my mom and uh, my little sister and my and, and two what brothers. And were you wearing? We were all wearing Steelers gear. <laughs> so that's that there. Yes. It's I on was, our wall. It's Yes. I just saw it. <laughs> I, I hung it up today, too. I don't no, even, no. There's another one downstairs. I know, but there's one upstairs here, too. <laughs> Anyways, folks, uh, good luck, Mike and Charlie. May your teams win today. I, I will give you this one. But there's going to be another dynasty coming. <laughs> Once Matt Jones gets back on, we're, we're in the rebuilding years, but for like 20 years, I was able to talk serious smack and I've had to absolutely be quiet the last couple. And that's hard for you. It's very hard for me. <laughs> so anyways, back on that. Um, so we Tuesday, oh wait, real quick. I want to talk about K-Cups. I know we're going to talk about pricing later, but I had a major, or we had a major observation about K-Cups. So we got on the Keurig kick. Probably 10 years ago, right? Right. And, and we were kind of, eh, I don't know, it's a lot of money. I was fighting it. Yeah, you, you fought me hard. It was like a 50 cents per cup thing. And, and I kept justifying, well, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I won. And we got kind of hooked because we weren't wasting any coffee, which was the, the big thing. True. And it was a good cup of coffee. So we've been buying K-Cups forever. And like 50 cents or below was a great price. Man, how much has that stuff gone up? More than doubled. Yeah, like some of those are like a dollar nine for a K cup now, even if you buy like the bigger sizes. Well, of the brand, that's the, the brand. national brand. Now I go with the store brand, which I love. Pete's Coffee. That's my favorite um, actual K cup. But that has now turned into a special treat. It is. It is literally <laughs> a special treat. Yeah, seriously. So we've gone to my other my my compromises. I I put two K cups in my little. Patriots mug. <laughs> Actually, that Mike, you were part of getting for me, so <laughs> you're encouraging. Um, so I'm rocking that mug. I usually put two K cups in there. 
and I think we went with Starbucks because it was on sale or something. Right. And I, now I'm down to a Starbucks K cup, and then I got to mix it with a private brand <laughs> K cup. Hey, so you have to compromise. So I'm bringing my net price down to seventy five cents a cup, <laughs> but it just sucks how much coffee's gone up. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, anyways, that's a little rant on that. We uh, we actually got to attend a an annual event here in Powhatan that is a great time. It's the Festival of the Grape. A lot of local merchants out there, a lot of food trucks, a lot of local wineries. Big deal. It's a big deal out here in P-Town. Uh, as a matter of fact, we got to see the perfectly soy candles set up. She had a nice tent out there with her daughter and sister. Boy, it uh, smells Christine. good in there, too. Man, you walk woo! in that, that tent, whew, it's good times. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was it was really kind of sketchy whether it was going to happen or not because of the rain, but it did clear up, and it seems like everybody in Powhatan showed up and from outside. But we had a really good time walking around there, tasting some some vino. Vino, uh, that was good. It was good. Yeah, and it's really nice having the local stuff, man. And then you tried mead. Yes. Which is a honey based or honey? What did they say? Yeah, yeah you so had it. It's I a did. honey based. It, it was very thick tasting flavor wise, mm-hmm. but um, it's supposed to be good for you. Oh, it's got honey in it. Right. So. Hmm. Yeah, well, Rhiannon well, actually bought a bottle, I, and it was like the top was coated in wax. Oh, like, like beeswax. beeswax. Yeah, none of your beeswax. So it was, it was definitely nice to try it. That's awesome. I can say I tried it. You did. I wish I had. <laughs> now I have regrets. I will try it next year. That'll be the first one I go to next year. Will be to try that one. So you just, I just said none of your beeswax. A little saying from when we were kids, right? Right. There was a phrase when. I'm sorry, I'm bringing up Safety Dance again. Or Men Without Hats. No, hear me out. On his new album, there's a song that has a rhythmic thing to it. And I said a phrase that I remembered saying when I was a kid, a little jingle, and you had never heard of it. Right. Can I repeat that? Go ahead. There's a place in (laughs) France where the naked ladies dance. There's a hole in the wall where the men can see them all. That is the theme, or like the, the rhythm to this. So I'm like... I wonder if he used that. Or is that some kind of rhythm from another song or something? I do not know. But you had never heard of that. That just shows you what side of the tracks I grew up on. That sounds like when the Swamis would make the Yeah, like that Egyptian thing. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Okay. You're right. That's what it is. All right. All right. I got to let the men without hats thing go. A new tattoo, folks. Um, I do have hot news, hot news on the inflation index, folks. I witnessed a, an item going down in price. Really? Yep. Yep. Uh, went down 10 cents. Orange marmalade. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was having fun. <laughs> so, I don't like orange marmalade. I, I don't either. And, and I don't know if I've tried it as an adult, but I, you know what my memory of orange marmalade is? What? Scotland. When we lived over oh. there, I was like five or six years old, and I feel like we were staying at some kind of bed and breakfast type thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was when we first moved over there, and we were in between housing or whatever. But I remember trying orange marmalade, and of course, being the kid that I was, much like the cranberry jelly, I think I put too much orange uh, marmalade, because I loved oranges. Right. You, you think you're just going to be eating oranges on bread, right? And uh, I kind of like not liked it since then, and like OD'd on it or whatever. Yeah, I accidentally bought some. I thought it was apricot. Yeah, and I was going to try it. And Well, your mom loved it. Uh, yeah, I just, I can't I, do I it. I just, I don't care for it. But anyways, it's cheap. So I guess <laughs> if you stock up on it and it's all you got, it is what it is. Um, 
Speaking of which, it smelled amazing down there. So I'm going to have to ask you, what's cooking, Liz? <laughs> Actually, I'm making something that with something that I don't particularly care for, which is squash. Okay. I'm just, I'm not a squash person. We grew it a lot on the farm. I thought we liked like yellow squash. I'll, the only way I like it is the way I'm cooking it right now. And that's with potatoes and onions and bacon. Yes. Well, see, that's that's what got me. It smelled <laughs> a bacon yeah. downstairs. Like I, when I was coming up here doing pre-work and then I went downstairs, like the minute I stepped out to go downstairs, the smack in the face. If you're going to get smacked in the face, bacon's the way to get oh, smacked. Oh, heck yeah. Well, not raw bacon, but well, you know what? I, I'd be okay with it. But it's not, you know, a diet food by any means. It's comfort food, though. The weather's kind of icky. Well, the one thing I like about this time of year, the fall coming in and mm-hmm. being a little chilly, is you kind of get to go to a different, you know, food genre. I agree. Yeah, that makes sense. But, um, yeah, so I fried like half pound of bacon, mm. reserved about half the drippings. Okay. You know, with the little, you know, pieces Bits of that bacon. stick to the pan and... The best way to do it is in a cast iron skillet. Absolutely. So then I just um, slice the potatoes on a mandolin. I saw that. Get those kind of about a third of the way done. Then I throw in the onions, cook it a little bit more. Then I throw in sliced um, squash. You're going by the hardness of the items. That makes sense. Yeah. You didn't realize it, did you? No, I knew it. No, you sure. <laughs> sure you and then I just basically cook it down to where it's kind of a very rough mash. And then when it's almost done, I start tearing up some bacon and throwing it in there. And then I like it when it gets a little crispy on the bottom and then you flip it over, let it kind of get crispy. It is so good. And I always like to make enough so there's some left over. It is so good with fried eggs. Fried eggs. I was was going to ask, what are we having with it? It's just so good. Or are we just eating just the veg? Are we going (laughs) vegan tonight? No. Well, with bacon. Well, I'm actually baking some chicken. and. So we're going to bake chicken and that squash. Fresh broccoli. Mm. Good times. I hope the mic didn't pick up my uh, stomach growl. You mentioned (laughs) cast iron skillets, right? Right. So we had an experience Tuesday night where we went to a pretty dang fancy restaurant. Oh, yeah. So there was a surprise for Kathy's boyfriend. It was his birthday, and we got reservations, which that's that's huge for us. I mean, to have a reserved spot. Um, it was a little hole in the wall, kind of like in the city of Richmond, like in the in a neighborhood. Right. It's called Le Possum. Right? It was wild. So you walk in, you pull back the curtain, and there's a little host station there. Wild. Just wild. Your eyes are instantly just drawn to the walls. There's like, I don't want to use the word eclectic, but my goodness. It was it mega, was. <laughs> mega eclectic. And we sat down. I was just, you know, in awe with all that. And we went to the menu. <clears throat> I will say the menu changes because I looked it up online and it's a sample menu because it changes based on the, the availability of the stuff. It's one of those bougie, like, joints, yeah. like highfalutin. Is and it was really call. dark in there. It was oh, just, absolutely. it was so cool. The atmosphere was amazing. Well, speaking of dark, I mean, the picture across from me was a clown with a knife. Well, and an yeah. owl. I mean, <laughs> that was a little dark. They but like clowns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they, they do like clowns. But, uh, so we ordered, a couple of us ordered an appetizer and I got French onion dip, which I kind of read it as French onion soup. Yeah. <laughs> but it came to the table in a, the cutest little iron skillet. <laughs> and of course, what do they tell you? Hey. The pan is hot. Oh, it was hot. So. (laughs) 
You hear a little singe, a little wisp of smoke in the air that wasn't the dip. <laughs> it came out your mouth. <laughs> now my finger. Oh. Well, I had to touch it. They, when they tell you it's hot, what do you do? You should have used your fingernail. No, that one's oh. still messed up. Oh. <laughs> it's starting to feel... Yeah, there. Okay. It's got a little pit in it. But anyways, uh, so this French onion dip, right. and then it was like a fresh baked bread. Oh, that but, bread is so good. But the dip was like reduced French onion soup, to, and it had uh, figs in it. Yes. Because it had some texture to it. Man, that was amazing. But the star of the show was the entree. And you brought up a great observation about this joint. What was your observation? There was no salt and pepper shakers There anywhere. are no salt and pepper shakers on the table. And I promise you, if you asked for it, the chef himself would probably come out and smack you. <laughs> but you did not need it. Holy crap. The food was amazing. I have never eaten anything that good outside of this house. Good call. I'm saving Private Jimmy. Oh, yeah, you are. That was a close one. <laughs> um, I had pork belly and shrimp, and there was beans and ercover, <laughs> which are green beans, folks, but I think they're they're stopped in the cooking process at some point, but they were amazing. Um, I have never had such a perfectly put-together dish outside of this house that <laughs> literally needed zero seasoning. And it looked like a work of art. It did. It was beautiful. We took pictures. I'll have to put it up on the IG. And you see the stuff on, you know, the Food Network show and all that, and yeah. or station, and um, it was just we were actually living it. You know? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. What a phenomenal experience! The service was incredible. The company was incredible. That was fun. So thank you for inviting us to that too. That was uh, man, my stomach is just going ham right now. <laughs> um, I do have a couple things I want to wrap up with. Uh, we're thinking about swinging down to Camp Lejeune to grab a drink of water, aren't we? <laughs> I feel like we're missing out here. All right, but anyways, uh, Christmas trees. That's only a couple months away. And the question is, how's it looking? Well, from what I've read, it looks like Christmas trees will be, they'll be able to um, hit our demand. The supply will meet our demand. However, the wholesale prices are expected to be up 15 to 20%. Woo! So, yeah, that's quite a big one. Um, turkeys. Wholesale prices expected to be up 23% versus last year. Wow. So definitely scour, look for the cheapest price on turkeys, or look for alternatives. Um, I know we have ours from a year ago or so in the deep freezer. <laughs> oh, it's d- deep down in there. <laughs> uh, we're going to save that thing and sell it on, on eBay, make some money off it. Um, and then butter. We've been talking about, uh, I know Cousin Dave and I have been kind of going back and forth talking about butter. Uh, the price of butter has skyrocketed. And I didn't see anything saying specifically it was going to be scarce, but I'm nervous that even if it or if it is available in the quantities that we're going to need for the upcoming holiday, it's gonna we're going to pay for it. Um, I think it said I can't remember. No, I don't want to quote the prices and stuff like that or the increases. Yeah, but don't do that. Here's what I'd recommend, and I'm sure you would too. Number one, butter freezes very well. It does. So if you find it on sale, stock up on it now. Put it in the freezer. It's not, if you're butter people like us, you're going to use it. Right, but, right. Um, all of those holiday items, if you think about everything that's on the Thanksgiving plate, don't wait until the last minute to buy everything all at one time. Get a couple cans of cranberry or whatever. Yeah, just I pick mean, it up just now. think ahead. It stuff won't that's hurt. got a good shelf life. Yeah, well, and most of the stuff that comes, other than the fresh vegetables and the, well, right. even the turkey's frozen, um, just buy a little bit now, a little bit, or a little bit here, a little bit there. That way, in case there is any scarcity issues... I mean, because we're at the point where, like, we'll get something in, 
and then it won't come in on the next truck. Right. And then it'll come right. in on the next truck, and then it won't come in. So, I mean, you don't want to be caught with your pants down. Yikes. Uh, I just, I I know that makes you smile when I make that horribly Simpsony face. I'm just picturing, you know, your eyeballs coming out of your sockets. Let's hope that doesn't happen. No, like the cartoons. I don't know what cartoons you watch. But anyways, uh, that's just something to keep in mind, folks. It'll be less painful wallet-wise if you start picking up stuff now. I'm not really familiar with anything being out of stock or not going to be able to get, but... Just don't put yourself through that much stress. The holidays are stressful enough as it is. But it's a fun stress. It is. And make it fun. I guess you, if you know you got all the stuff on hand, it's going to be a lot less stressful for you. True. So, I think that's pretty much all I got. Uh, yep, the chicken misdemeanors. <laughs> uh, the March 2022 Safety Day. Well, Men Without Hats well, album. Placed, huh? I got to bring it back up. And, uh, oh wait, this is what the folks really want to know. And this we're going to do a live update here. This is, we're looking good fantasy football-wise today, folks. 81% chance of winning. So I will be 3-1. and one. Hello, F, new F-150. I can feel it. Yeah. On that tip, folks, you got anything else? No, I'm good. Roddy, you got anything? Nope. <laughs> Man, he jumped right <laughs> he up. Set up. Nope. You don't have anything? All right, buddy. All right, well, we appreciate everybody's support. Uh, Keep spreading the word. We appreciate it. And we'll catch you all on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers. Be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. You can go there, maybe copy the link, and I don't know, send it to some random people on your phone. Help spread the word. We also set up a phone number. It's 804-491-6097. We can take text or voicemails. And it's a great opportunity to give us feedback on the show or maybe give us a topic you want us to shoot the breeze about. Uh, As always, we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger.